0: Japan makes me scared. A podcast to the chilling realm of Japanese horror stories. My name is Junpei, and I will invite you to the mysterious world of kaidan, exploring spine-tingling experiences that have haunted Japan. Konbamoa, mina san Welcome back to another episode of Japan Makes Me Scared I'm Junpei, your host And I'm gonna share various Japanese scary horror stories of Kaidan Today's story will be a little bit different from the previous episodes That is because this story belongs to the category of Hitokawa in the Kaidan world What is Hitokawa? It's a Japanese word and can also be separated into two independent words HITO and KOA HITO means people and KOA means horror So now you can guess what those two words mean when combined, right? Hitokawa is a Japanese term used to describe human-based horror stories It means You know, they're a bunch of scary supernatural things like ghouls, or curses, or whatever. But look around you in daily life, people are as scary as the supernatural for sure. Hitokawa stories focus on the darkness of humans, that's usually hidden under the face of ordinary people, but comes out as a psychological terror, or social anxiety in the end. Alright! The setup should be done now. Are you ready to dive into Hitoku Horror? Here's today's story. Episode 4 The Thief The original story is from Masao Yoshi A comedian and actor who is now famous as a kaidan teller as well in Japan The story focuses on his wife's real experience when she was younger From here, I will describe Ai as the wife of Masao for convenience When I was a senior in high school, I lived in an apartment building with my mother, my father, and my sister. Our rooms were on the ground floor and the living room had a balcony outside the window where we dry our clothes. One day, at about 2 a.m. in the summer, everyone else was sleeping in their rooms and I was the last one to be awake. I was watching TV in my room, thinking it was time to turn it off and go to bed. Then, suddenly, I heard a huge scream. It sounded like it was coming from my mother's room. I rushed to her room anyway, and my father and sister came running in as well. We found the mother sitting alone on the futon in a pitch dark room. I asked her, hey, what's wrong? Then the mother said, um, a man, there was a man just climbed onto the blanket. What? There came a little bit of tension between us. But when we looked around, we didn't see any man. I was gonna tell her that. She slowly pointed to the dog behind us. When we turned around, the man who had been possibly hiding behind the door came out and ran to the balcony and jumped over the fence and ran away. It was so sudden and quick that my sister and I were too surprised to move. But shortly after, the father said, Call the police right now. I'm gonna run after him. And he went outside after the man. From here, this is a story that I heard from my father later. He searched around the building, but the man was nowhere to be found. So he decided to wait for the police to come. When he came back to the balcony and tried to climb up he found a pair of shoes under there It seemed like the man who ran away had probably taken off his shoes before entering the apartment to avoid leaving any traces so he thought of collecting them as evidence Then he saw there was a man standing about 10 meters away and he was barefoot So obviously, this guy. So the father chased after him and caught him. The police came afterward and the man was arrested. The other day, my mother was called to the police station. It was mainly to confirm that the arrested man actually did it, so she would have to see his face. She wasn't completely feeling comfortable going there alone, so I decided to go with her. At the police station, she was asked to look at the man through the magic mirror. The police asked, Is this him? Hmm, actually, I'm not sure. You know, it was late at night when the housebreaking happened. And it was pitch dark, so she couldn't see his face clearly. Then the police said, Oh, don't worry, we have other ways too. We have various items confiscated from his man's room. Could you take a look at them then? And they took her to another room. In that room, we found dozens or hundreds of pairs of underwear. Laid out on a blue sheet The police said I'm sorry to ask But there might be some of your things in here Could you please have a look through? There was no choice And in a way It was better than looking at the face of that man So she looked through them But didn't find her underwear in the end while my mother was telling this to the police, I was also looking through them. Then I noticed some underwear looked familiar. I said, hey, maybe this is mine. Mine from the third grade. And I was looking as as well. Then there were other ones of mine again and again. Oh, that's the one from junior high school And this is the one I thought was missing recently I started feeling really weird And think about one possibility I talked to the officer Um, can I also see the man's face too? When I look at his face I immediately recognized him It turned out to be that the man was my old class teacher in third year of my primary school This is something we found out later in the investigation It seems that the teacher had been stealing my underwear for about 10 years from when I was in third year primary school until I was senior in high school at the time He couldn't stop at the end and finally decided to go to my room and rough me up or something and actually my mother and I swapped the rooms for the layout change just a few days before the house breaking day He didn't notice this change yet and that's why He went to my mother's room by mistake. But what if we didn't decide to swap the room? The teacher had probably been in love with me or anything ever since he was in charge of my class. And even after his homeroom year was over, he seemed to have been stalking me. Or rather, stealing my underwear at times. And there is also a little follow-up to this story The man has already been released many years ago But the scary thing is Sometimes He still sends a letter of apology To my parents' house About once Or twice a year First of all If he was really sorry I don't think he would have sent a letter of apology in the first place And even he did It would be appropriate to send it in proper format Like an envelope To show his sincerity However He wrote apology on a stylish postcard For example A postcard with a picture of a night view in Paris That kind of thing raises the question Is he deeply sorry? It makes me wonder if this case is not over yet, oh Shimai, thank you very much for listening to this story. I know what you want to say. Ew. Yeah, I had the same feeling. It really is a creepy type of Hitokawa story, for sure The scary part to me is He decided to break into the room of Masao's wife after all the years of stalking from a distance It means It was a time for him to cross the line The last line of human dignity I wouldn't say she was lucky But What if she didn't swap the rooms with her mother? I don't even want to imagine what would happen And also the postcard He also shows his side as psychopaths, doesn't it? Why would he do that? Anyway I can only hope that no harm will happen to them in the future By the way, would you also like to analyze the story? make some theories on it and share them with other kyton lovers I created a discord channel where anybody can join and share photon theories I'm gonna leave the link in the description so please join me and enjoy the interaction if you would This podcast, Japan makes me scared is available on almost all popular podcast platforms like Spotify Apple, Google or Amazon Music And also, if you push the follow button on the app of your choice First of all, for me, it will be a huge support and motivation And for you, you will not miss notifications for the release of future episodes So please consider following my podcast as well Alright, we're getting close to the end, so let me say one thing Arigatou gozaimasu again for listening to my podcast Japan makes me scared And sayonara for more children thrills next time Bye